Religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden or boxes to check than a deeply personal connection with our Creator. We are also surrounded with messages that tell us that our value is in our ability to get things done, while at the same time saying that we as women shouldn't stand out or draw attention to ourselves. My name is Emily Lewis, and you're listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. For 26 years of my life, I felt like it was my responsibility to keep God happy by doing all the things. I was desperate to be good and to belong. So I exhausted myself by checking the boxes and squeezing myself into the expectations of what others and what I thought God wanted from me. But when I learned that God loves me unconditionally and with radical grace, that allowed me to let go of toxic relationships with the church and myself. Now, as a beloved daughter of God, a wife, a mom, a kids ministry pastor, a speaker, and a worthiness coach, I am confidently living the life that God meant for me. I'm here to help you overcome beliefs that are no longer serving you so that you too can live a well-rested life, ask for what you want, confidently expect to receive what you're worth, and have deep, authentic relationships with God, yourself, and others. When you are grounded in God's grace and own who he says you already are, it opens up the door for the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I'm Emily Lewis, and I'm so glad you're here, friend. Hey there, friend. Welcome to this week's episode on the Abundant Grace Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. This morning, I woke up with some thoughts about guilt that were like bugging me and two things. Well, three, the first thing I bought in for a minute to the thoughts as if they were true. And once I got past that, number two, I got curious why this thought, where did it come from? And three, When something like this comes up that I have gotten the victory over, where I have shifted my mindset significantly and not dealt with something in quite a while, I know that there's someone I am supposed to share it with. So that's you today. I wanted to pass this on because I think that there's someone that needs to be reminded about the guilt that comes into our minds and we might consciously know that we shouldn't or we don't have to feel guilty about something, but we're still feeling that. And then we can sometimes be like, maybe I should be feeling guilty. You know what I mean? When you take a break, when somebody else is working, when you're resting, when you prioritize your own care when you are just literally taking care of yourself. Sometimes it's like, oh, but you have more than so-and-so, or maybe you should be doing something else instead. And those mental gymnastics keep us from resting even when we chose to physically finally stop and rest. So this morning I woke up at like 530. It was like my internal clock woke up at the time I'm recording this. I'm at my sister's house. So I went upstairs and I checked on her and her brand new little baby and 
kind of visited with her and she goes, are you going to go back to bed this morning? Cause they were getting ready to kind of settle in again for a couple hours. And I was like, yeah, actually I think I am this morning. I'm going to go back to bed. And I laid down and the next thought was me feeling bad for laying down and resting. And I was thinking about Bill at home with the girls where he is like ramping up for his day. It was probably about 6.30 by then. And he has to be getting up and the girls are one, if not three or four of them are awake. And he's getting Olivia out the door and getting ready for his work day and spending the morning with the girls and all the things while I'm gone. And I was feeling bad that I got into bed again to sleep a couple more hours. And that's crazy when we really think about it, because there's nothing that I could be doing here, 12 driving hours away to alleviate the pressure that's on his shoulders this morning, all of the things that he has to get doing, get done. So why would I feel guilty for resting? And it's so fascinating when we kind of dig down deeper. So I didn't really dig down at that moment. I rolled over and thankfully just went to sleep. But I want to talk about like three different layers to this or three different approaches that we can take that you can take when you're feeling guilt. So let's start with this first piece. And the first piece is, is this true? Is this thought in my mind true about me? And this is important to ask because we want to own when we do make mistakes, right? So I saw, man, I don't even know her name. I can't even think of her name, but her handle on Instagram is the honest mom. And she came out with a journal and it looks amazing. And she was flipping through it one day. And one of the things on the, like the daily recap section of the journal page was is there something I'm feeling guilty for for today? And then some follow-up questions. And I love the way she worded them. I'm not going to get it exactly right because I didn't write them down. And it was a little while ago that I saw her video, but it was something along the lines of, is this something that I need to go make right? Have I apologized for what I did wrong? Uh, I don't remember what the third one was. And the fourth one was something like, is this something I just need to release and let go. Cause I don't need to feel guilty for this. It wasn't something that I did wrong. And a lot of us fall into that category. A lot of what the mental gymnastics we're facing, that's it. That's what we're dealing with. So getting to the point of, okay, this actually isn't something that I need to feel guilty about. So the truth is I am allowed to rest. The truth is I deserve to feel well-rested. I deserve to take care of myself. Speaking of taking care of myself, the second time, well, the first time, but the second incident I want to tell you about where guilt came up, false guilt came up, was a couple weeks ago on a Friday morning. It was like nine o'clock in the morning by the time I got into the shower and I put like a face mask on because my skin had been being weird and dry and whatever. And so I waited for that to dry and then I got into the shower and I, for some reason was like, wow, I feel so guilty for doing this. 
inside, like my internal dialogue. I didn't say it out loud, but the internal dialogue was, I feel guilty for doing this, for taking care of myself at nine o'clock on a weekday morning when there are working moms who don't have this opportunity where they have to get their self-care taken care of before seven in the morning when their kids wake up or after, you know, after their kids go to bed at like eight o'clock at night. And for some reason, I was feeling bad about me taking care of myself when this is an intentional muscle that I'm flexing right now is taking care of my physical body. That's something that I'm growing in and getting better at. And before I move on, I want to acknowledge two truths here that are key. Number one, me feeling guilty about the opportunity I have is not serving anyone else. It's not serving me and it's not making anyone else's life better. There is so much room for recognizing our privilege or that other people don't have the same access or opportunities and we can work to create those opportunities for other people to learn about um, systemic problems and raise up other people uh, and give them opportunities. But what will not help is guilt. What will help is gratitude. When we are so grateful for what we have, we can actually enjoy what we have. We can enjoy the opportunity. We can enjoy taking care of ourselves. We can enjoy the rest, even if someone else might not have what we have currently in whatever season we're in. Comparison to people ahead of us, to people coming behind us, to people who have more than us, to the people who have less than us, never brings freedom. But gratitude, that will bring freedom, that will bring change, that will inspire us to accept instead of reject what we uh, are like privileged to have, whether it's rest in that moment, and we kind of try to reject it. And one of the ways that we do that, one of the like covers we use is, oh, well, so-and-so doesn't have as much as I do. So maybe I shouldn't enjoy this. No, you should enjoy it. You should rest and do so with so much gratitude. So going back to the foundation that, well, I guess not the foundation. It's that top layer. It's that top layer. Is this true? Is this something that I actually need to feel guilty about? Or is that silly? And it's actually good for me to rest or take care of myself or speak up and voice what I need. Whatever you're feeling that false guilt over, reframe it, see how it's true. And then the second uh, layer, get still and get curious about where that came from. Because it's usually from some kind of old belief pattern that I am more productive or that I'm more valuable when I am being productive or I can't do less than so-and-so. That wouldn't be fair. If I'm resting while they're still working, that would just be wrong. But nobody else is sitting there measuring how much you're doing except for you and maybe anybody else who's projecting their need for productivity onto you too. But generally, nobody's thinking, wow, I cannot believe she's taking care of herself. Wow, I can't believe that she is choosing rest right now 
when there's so much um, else to get done. We're the hardest ones on ourselves often. So this need to produce in order to feel valued, in order to feel like we are contributing, though that's like that belief behind the guilt, the belief behind the mindset. So there's another area, another layer where you can speak truth. I will still be loved even if I don't accomplish everything that I have put on my own list. I will still be worthy of care and acceptance even if I don't meet my own expectations. That's huge. That's huge. A lot of these expectations we're putting on ourselves or we are assuming other people have for us when they don't. They really just want to be with you or they want, you know, they want to feel cared for and they want to feel seen, but they don't have the long laundry list of things that we have for ourselves. So this second layer is a little bit deeper. I would recommend grabbing your journal and writing out like, why do I feel guilty when I rest? Or why do I feel like I should be doing more? Or why do I feel guilty if anyone else is doing more than me? And you can begin to look at the beliefs that are underneath the thoughts and the actions that you're taking because belief always lays the foundation for our actions and how we show up in the world and how we talk to ourselves. So we need to recognize what's underneath and that second layer will help us see like what is underneath here? Why do I feel like I have to be producing all of the time. And you can apply it to other situations. You might feel guilty for speaking up and defending yourself. You might feel guilty for setting a boundary. You might feel guilty for, I don't know, making your life easier by getting a frozen meal instead of cooking it from scratch or getting takeout. Those kind of things. Like, why do we feel guilty for them? Is there a reason we should feel guilty for them? Number one. Number two, where did this belief that I should feel guilty for this come from? Like, what's the thing underlying all of this? And then the third piece, there's a foundational, sometimes fear, a core part of us that has been injured or had a belief spoken over us or spoken to us that we internalized and we believed it. And that's the reason we show up this way in the world. It could be a wounded part of us that actually experienced rejection when we rested, that actually experienced that painful thing that now we're trying to avoid by being productive. Maybe it was messaging that was told to us that we would be less than if we're not living a certain way. If we're not measuring up to someone else's expectations of how we should live. And this applies to God too. If someone said, God told you to live and we don't feel like we're living up to that anymore. Even if we've decided consciously not to be making those decisions anymore and living in a different uh, way, we can still feel guilt over that because we haven't dealt with 
the underlying belief and then the experience that happened to us. So we're still trying to protect ourselves. So this third layer you can still do with a journal and you can do it with a therapist. You can do it with a coach. You can do it different modalities that you can use um, for this. But one of the ways that I like to suggest you try is to put your hand over your heart or maybe even wherever else you might be feeling the guilt in your body and ask yourself, like, what do, you, what do I need? When was the first time I experienced this sensation? What am I guarding against? Press into that feeling and that emotion of guilt and you'll come away with a lot more information about yourselves over time and you'll be able to speak to exactly what you need. You might need reassured that you are safe, that you're allowed to be yourself, that you're allowed to have limits and not be strong all the time. You might need reminded that you are worthy of love. But the same affirmations that speak back against the lies of, I should feel guilty over this, might not apply right here. This might be something deeper. And then you can turn it into an affirmation. You can continue to repeat it and speak life in that area and really heal that part of you that has been self-protecting through continuing to tell you narratives like, oh, you should feel guilty, you know, watch out, don't rest too much, don't prioritize yourself too much. Look, so-and-so has it so much worse. Why would you, um, why would you feel bad in your situation? Or why would you be asking for more from your partner or from life or from opportunities if so-and-so doesn't even have half of what you have? Like those kind of guilty narratives, they come from somewhere and they are often parts of us inside that are now carrying that even if we're not recognizing it. So to recognize and see those wounds for ourselves is so powerful and so healing. So I'm sure you can tell that this isn't just something that you can use for guilt. Guilt was the thing that was coming up inside of me today that I wanted to share with you. And maybe push back on if you've been in a pattern of feeling guilty for something. You're not alone. You are so worthy of rest. You are worthy of the peace that comes when your mind is not telling you you should be doing more. And you are worthy of the deeper layers of healing and care and love for yourself as you are growing. And you can apply this to anxiety. You can apply it to um, perfectionism. You can apply it to whatever else is coming up and get really curious. If you're feeling like you need to be producing all the time, or you uh, feel like you're not enough or that you're too much, use this exercise. Start with truth, then move to beliefs that are underlying that, and then get down to what care you need for a core fear that uh, may be lingering underneath the surface, way deep under there, and you can start to listen instead of numb and actually tap in and 
show yourself care in a really loving and powerful way and let God pour love and care into that part of you that maybe you're afraid to let other people know about, or maybe you have been avoiding it for a long time and you don't realize how many areas in your life that it is impacting. And then you go and kind of uncover it in a very gentle way and start speaking truth directly to whatever needs to feel safe and secure and loved and healed. You will experience breakthrough because again, your actions and your thoughts always follow your beliefs. So let's get those, uh, reshaped so that you can be walking in the freedom that you know that you are worthy of. Thank you for hanging out with me, friend. Go back and listen to this episode. If it feels like it was a lot and think about different scenarios and different ways that you want to apply it to your life. If you want to experience deep levels of healing so that you can learn to rest so that you can be confident in who you are and who God is calling you to be and who he has created you to be. I would love to support you. I would love to coach you and help you be the best version of yourself and release guilt, release trying to prove that you're good enough and actually thrive. Hit me up on Instagram, send me a message, go to emily.abundantgrace and just send me a DM. Say, hey, tell me more about this coaching thing. I want to know more. Or you can go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash coaching. If you put your name and email address there, I will personally reach out to you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you here soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Abundant Grace podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you, or you heard a nugget that you needed, I invite you to share it with a friend who else relates and would be blessed by today's episode. And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered to own their worth too. As always, I would love to hear from you. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, there is nothing you can do to add or take away from your worth. And there is nothing you can do that will make God love you more and nothing you have done that makes God love you any less.